0: Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Reading Numbers 33 and 34. This is the route the Israelites followed as they marched out of Egypt under the leadership of Moses and Aaron. At the Lord's direction, Moses kept a written record of their progress. These are the stages of their march, identified by the different places where they stopped along the way. They set out from the city of Ramses in early spring on the 15th day of the first month, on the morning after the first Passover celebration. The people of Israel left defiantly in full view of the Egyptians. Meanwhile, the Egyptians were burying all their firstborn sons, whom the Lord had killed the night before. The Lord had defeated the gods of Egypt that night with great acts of judgment. After leaving Ramses, the Israelites set up camp at Succoth. Then they left Succoth, and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. They left Etham and turned back toward Pi haroth opposite Baal Zephon, and camped near Migdol. They left Pi Haraloth and crossed the Red Sea into the wilderness beyond. Into the wilderness beyond. Then they traveled for three days in, into the Etham wilderness and camped at Merah. They left Merah, and camped at Elam, where where there were twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees. They left Elam and camped beside the Red Sea. They left the Red Sea and camped in the wilderness of Sin. They left the wilderness of Sin and ca- camped at Bokzak. They left Dopkoth and camped at Alush. They left Alush and camped at Riphadim, where there is no water for the people to drink. They left Riphadim and camped in the wilderness of Sinai. They left the wilderness of Sinai and camped at kelbroth Hattaval. They left Kilbroth-Hateval and camped at Hezeroth. They left Hazaroth and camped at Rithma. They left Rithma and camped at Rimon Perez. They left Rimon Perez, and camped at Libna. They left Libna and camped at Risha. They left Risha and camped at Kelahath. They left Kelahath and camped at Mount Sefer. They left Mount Sefer and camped at Herodal. They left Herodah and camped at Mactalaf. They left Mactalaf, and camped at Talaf. They left Talaf, and camped at Terra. They left Terra and camped at Miktal. They left Miktal, and camped at Hashmanal. They left Hashmanal and camped at Mozaroth. They left Mozaroth and camped at Ben-Jakin. They left Ben-Jakin and camped, camped at Hor-Agadag. They left Hor-Hagadag and camped at Jopbahath. They left Jopbahath and camped at Ibernal. They left Ibernal and, le- and camped at hezron Giber. They left his Hezron, Geber, and camped at Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. They left Kadesh and camped at Mount Hor at the border of Edom. While they were at the foot of Mount Hor, Aaron the priest was directed by the Lord to go up to the mountain, and there he died. This happened in midsummer on the first day of the fifth month of the 40th year after Israel's departure from Egypt. Aaron was 123 years old when he died there on Mount Hor. At the time, the Canaanite king of Arad, who lived in the Negev in the land of Canaan, heard that the people of Israel were approaching his land. Meanwhile, the Israelites left Mount Hor and camped at Zalmohal, Then they left Zalmahal and camped at Punan. They left Punan and camped at Oboth. They left Oboth and camped at Ai-Abraham in the border of Moab. They left Ai-Abraham and camped at Dibon-Gad. They left Dibon-Gad and camped at Almon-Dathralam. They left Alam-Dathlalam and camped in the mountains east of the river near Mount Nebo. They left the mountains east of the river and camped on the plains of Moab beside the Jordan River across from Jericho. Along the Jordan River, they camped from Beth-Jeshoth as far as the meadows of Achaia on the plains of Moab. While they camped near the Jordan River on the plains of Moab opposite Jericho, the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you cross the Jordan River into the land of Canaan, you must drive out all the people living there. You must destroy all the carved and molten images and demolish all the pagan shrines. Take possession of the land and settle in it, because I have given it to you to occupy. You must distribute the land among the clans by sacred lot in proportion to their size. A larger portion of land will be allotted to each of the larger clans, and a smaller portion will be allotted to each of the smaller clans. The decision of the sacred lot is final. In this way, the portions of land will be divided among your ancestral tribes. But if you fail to drive out the people who live in the land, those who remain will be like splinters in your eyes and thorns in your sides. They will harass you in the land where you live. And I will do to you what I plan to do to them. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give these instructions to the Israelites. When you come into the land of Canaan, which I am giving you as a special possession, these will be the boundaries. The southern portion of your country will extend from the wilderness of Zin along the edge of Edom. The southern boundary will begin on the east of the Dead Sea. It will then run past the Scorpion Pass in the direction of zen its southernmost point will be kadesh barnea from which it will go to hazar adar and on to asmon from asmon the boundary will turn toward the brook of egypt and end at the mediterranean sea your western boundary will be the coastline of the mediterranean sea your northern boundary will begin at the Mediterranean Sea and run east to Mount Hor, then to Libo-Hamath, and on through Zedad, and Zephron to Hazar-Enon. This will be your northern boundary. The eastern boundary will start at Hazar-Enon and run south to Shephon, then down to Ribla. On the east side of An. From there, the boundary will run down along the eastern edge of the Sea of Galilee, and then along the Jordan River to the Dead Sea. These are the boundaries of your land. Then Moses told the Israelites, This territory is the homeland you are to divide among yourselves by sacred lot. The Lord has commanded that the land be divided among the nine and a half remaining tribes. The families of the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have already received their grants of land on the east side of the Jordan River across from Jericho toward the sunrise. And the Lord said to Moses, Eliezer the priest and Joshua son of Nun are the men designated to divide the grants of land among the people. Enlist one leader from each tribe to help them with the task. These are the tribes and the names of, the, of those leaders. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb son of Zephanul. Simeon, From the tribe of Simeon, Shimelel, son of Amahud. From the tribe of Benjamin, Eladad, son of Gesheon. From the tribe of Dan, Bukai, son of Jolglai. From the tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph, Hanael, son of Ephod. From the tribe of Ephraim, son of Joseph, Kemuel, son of Shiptan. From the tribe of Zebulun, Elizaphan, son of Parnach. From the tribe of Issachar, Patiel, son of Azran. From the tribe of Asher, Ahiahud, son of Shilamai. And from the tribe of Naphtali, Pedali, son of Amahud. These are the men the Lord appointed to divide the grants of land in Canaan among the Israelites. Today we have essentially a map that Moses recorded to show the progress and how the people had traveled from Egypt to prepare to go into the land of Canaan. For most of us, we will never go to this land. We will not see these places with our own eyes. And yet, when we read passages like this, it reminds us that they are real places. Sometimes when we read passages of Scripture like this, it is so far removed from us that we, we think it's almost just a, a, a tale, a story. A fairy tale, if you will. But these are real places that the real people of God traveled to go from the land of slavery to the land of freedom and the land that God had promised. A land that would be His gift to His people. We can know that the words of Scripture are absolutely true because these are real places. And every time that we find new archaeological information that has been dug up, we find that it matches what the Bible says. That should give us some encouragement today. That even though we might read passages of Scripture like this that we may not understand, we know that it is absolutely true because God's Word is absolutely true true it is the word of life and it is worth reading and studying thank you again for joining us for the journey please be sure to share this podcast today's reading was from the new living translation of the holy bible and used with permission Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.